You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker, and I'm the owner and founder here at Good Life Family Chiropractic on the south side of Lincoln. And we're coming to you today with another message of health, hope, and wholeness. And what that means for you today is that no matter where you're at health-wise, no matter what you're suffering from, there is hope. Our God above, our Heavenly Father, who spoke life into you at your creation, at your conception, is the same God who gives you health, who animates and controls all of you through this innate, this wonderful innate intelligence that he placed in each and every one of us. And I want you to know that if you're struggling with something right now, yes, God allowed that, but he allowed that as a natural consequence of the choices and decisions and things that we've gone through in our lives leading you to this point. And if he allowed those things to happen, if he allowed those consequences to naturally take place based out of how that happens, how he created the world, he also allows the inverse to take place. And, you know, when in Jeremiah 29, 11, he said, he said, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to promise prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And in John 10, 10, he said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And so God is not sitting here looking for us to suffer needlessly. He wants us to be able to accomplish his plans and purpose for our lives, the ones that he created us for, the ones that he had in mind. But if we're struggling with health, then the only thing keeping you from getting there is your willingness to step into it. And let, let me break this down for you because health is a natural thing. We should be healthy. We're created in this state so, to where we should be at a, at a very cellular, at a even smaller than cellular, at a DNA level. We are designed, according to Harvard research, to live 120 years without any disease or sickness to live with full health and vitality. But what kills us, what shortens our life, what decreases our quality of life are these lifestyle-induced diseases. And we suffer with them now more than any other time. And a lot of it is just this misconception, this cultural misconception that if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. And I'm, tell you, I'm here to tell you that that way of thinking is antiquated and old and from the pits of hell. When we only sit back and wait for things to happen to us or for us, it's not going to happen. You look at the, the, the parable of the talents and the stewards that God put in control of these various amounts of talents. And those talents can represent anything. They can represent money. It can represent these physical abilities that God's given us, these innate qualities that we're born with. But when we take care and we nurture those things, then we grow those things. Then he rewards us with more things, more things to accomplish for his glory, for his, his purposes and plans, and for our good, because we love him and are called according to those purposes. But when we just sit on it, and we just wait because we're afraid. That comes to roost. And God wants nothing to do with that. He wants us to be proactive. He wants us to build our talents and to grow ourselves and to grow our communities. And when it comes to health, statistically, we know that 95% of what kills us or shortens our life expectancy is due to our lifestyle behaviors. What are those lifestyle behaviors? They break down into five different categories. Number one is mindset. 
your stress levels, the way that you think about health, the amount of sleep that you get, the amount of time that you work and the amount of energy and effort you put into that and your family, that matters significantly. The founder of chiropractic, D.D. Palmer said that the largest subluxation is the one between the ears. If you don't know where health comes from, we have to start there. And as a culture, we have lost sight of what health is. We handed the reins of healthcare to medicine and medicine will always have a purpose in the role of healthcare. But medicine is not something that at its roots is designed for your health. It's designed to keep you from dying, to prolong your life, to give your body's innate ability to heal every opportunity to do that. And you look historically over the last hundred years, medicine has failed at making us healthy. We have more chronic disease. We have more obesity. We have more preventable deaths now than at any other time in history. If you take out childhood diseases. If you take out the things that were fixed basically by not drinking the water that we have bowel movements in, by the in implementation of sanitation, then you see that our society, our culture is much sicker now than it was 100 or even 200 years ago. Where you give people the right foods, they are healthier. And now more than ever, we are starting to see our kids are sicker than they have been in generations for that very purpose, that they're they're struggling with these same lifestyle diseases that we considered for generations to be adult onset diseases our kids are now dealing with. And it starts with the way that we think about health. So we've been taught to think about health as the presence or absence of symptoms. And no definition of health in the world defines health as how you feel or the presence of a symptom or an absence of a symptom. In fact, look at the top killer in the United States last year. No, it wasn't COVID. It was cardiovascular disease. Cardiovascular disease was responsible for over 840,000 deaths. According to the research, depending on where you're looking, cardiovascular disease is between 80 and 95 or more percent lifestyle preventable. But if you waited until you felt a symptom of cardiovascular disease to do anything about it, you had that disease actively doing damage inside your body for 20 years. 20 years of a disease wreaking havoc on your body before you got the sign to do anything about it. And what was that most common symptom? It was the heart attack itself. If you waited until you felt heart disease building, 63% of the time, the first symptom set that you experienced was a heart attack. And 50% of the time, you did not survive that heart attack. You look at cancer, the number two killer last year, over 600,000 deaths. If you waited until you felt cancer, you waited for 20 years of having it growing inside your body before you felt it on average. We know at 10 years, cancer is considered lethal on average. So if we wait until we feel it, we're setting ourselves up for failure just like with cardiovascular disease. But the, let's hand cancer into the hands of medicine. So what do they tell you to do? They, they tell you to go in and to get your cancer screening, to get your colonoscopy, to get your mammogram, to do your breast self-checks, to go in and do a prostate check, to look, even if we, if we find something, to go in and do a PET scan or a CT scan or an MRI to find out just how far advanced this thing is, even by our best test, it still takes cancer growing 
eight years before it's detectable. We have to be proactive with this thing. And nothing illustrates that more than the number three cause of death last year, which was emergency room errors. If you waited until you felt anything and then it happened to lead you to the emergency room, that was the number three leading cause of death. Right medications described to the wrong person, the wrong limb taken off, any number of things led us to the number three leading cause of death in the emergency rooms themselves. And I don't blame that on our healthcare professionals. We have the best healthcare professionals in the world, the best facilities, the best processes and procedures. But when you wait until you feel something go wrong to do anything about it, you've waited too long. Health is a state of 100% optimal function and the ability of your body to heal. 100% function. So on one end, you have 100% function. On the other end, you have 0% function. 0% function is dead. 100% function is alive and healthy. If you wait till you feel it, you have to lose 40% function before you'll feel a symptom. That can happen in an instant. Some of you have broken bones. Some of you have torn ligaments. Some of you have been in a car accident before and run your necks through the, the trauma of whiplash and felt that loss of function instantaneously. Waiting until you feel a problem developing to give you a sign that something's wrong is a recipe for catastrophe. But it is truly a sign that you are no longer healthy. And so we need to focus not on getting out of pain, getting back to 60%, getting back to 61%, but getting you all the way up to 100% function. If we can get you as close to as close as physically possible to 100% function, then we can get you there. And I, I have no better illustration than this. I had a young lady walk through my office just yesterday, caught me by surprise, wife of one of my patients who's done awesome. You've heard me talk about Dan and just how much improvement he's seen after getting hit by a car on his bike. You know, getting in, getting the x-rays, taking the stress films and beginning to straighten out his scoliosis just in the matter of a couple of months. His wife came in because we were having our patient appreciation day and she heard that she could get an exam by donating a coat here to a warmer day that would end up in the hands of a homeless person. And she was right. For this week, we are absolutely doing that. But she came in. She filled out the paperwork. I found out that she's been dealing with neck pain for over two decades. It was following a car accident. After the car accident, because this was an old-style car, she only had a lap belt. She slammed her head into the windshield, breaking it. They had to pull glass out of her skull. They took x-rays because they didn't find a fracture on the x-rays. They said, you should be fine. Well, ever since then, she's had that neck pain. And she's gone to chiropractors before. She's seen doctors for this. They've told her that there's you know, various rationales for her headaches to be there. But yesterday, I was the first person to actually assess her central nervous system to see how it was functioning in her neck and really in her entire spinal cord. And we looked from the top of her spine all the way to the bottom of her spine. And the entire left side of her central nervous system was irritated and aggravated at a severe range. We took x-rays. We found not just the arthritis that was there because of the car accident, because of the lack of subsequent care by our medical system that ignores the spine, ignores the wellness and health of the most important system in the body, but also because she didn't know what to do. 
But we looked at it and I saw exactly what was happening, the twisting, the rotation, the damage to the joint at C6, C7 that was starting to become fused together, and then the laxity at C5, C6. Nobody had ever checked that before. But when I see that, I know exactly what to do. I know exactly what exercises to prescribe. I know exactly how to adjust that to get the stuck joint moving and then give strength to the damaged joint to allow it to heal. Anytime she would look down at her grandkids, it would damage the joint that was damaged. And so we're going to start working on her this week, starting to reverse the trauma from all those years ago and give her the quality of life that she deserves. If you're like Margie, I encourage you to pick up the phone and call my office now, 402-413-8825. Leave a message if you don't get me right away and let me know that you want to take advantage of this new patient consultation offer. Bring in a coat or winter gear for the homeless this week, and we'll do that consultation at no charge. Just exchange for doing a good deed. Again, that number, 402-413-8825. I hope to see you again soon.